This is Tea with Kehoe. I'm Kehoe. I got my tea right next to me. Uh, and uh, the love of my life is in the other room. And I am a happy guy. How are you? You happy? You good? Good. Glad to hear it. So, uh, been doing a lot of traveling with my new job. I drive all over uh, this part of the state. Uh, and... I'm driving into very, you know, lightly populated counties of, and uh, finding that midday while driving around, it is absolutely quiet as heck out in some of these places. Either they're staying home, they're at home or at work, and everything else is just quiet. There was several points during uh, today. I had a two-hour drive out to my first appointment, and there were points on this drive where I was absolutely alone for tens of miles, and uh, not a car pa- pa- you know, passing me, uh, going the opposite direction, or cars behind me. It was weird sometimes, and while driving around, there's these buildings and structures dotted throughout the uh, the landscape, and some of them are strikingly odd. There's a few abandoned-looking homes or broken-down barns that are like tilted in this and wet that way, and one that I saw today made me think of this one thing, and uh, I want to share it. Um, a big field, big flat field, looked like a, well, it was snow covered, so I don't know what it was about, but it was just flat. And it was a big flat space, and in the one side of it was this blue metal building with a old-style Winnebago parked out next to it that looked like it had been there for like 40 years. So there it is, just standing there in this big flat field. And I was like, I wonder what the hell's in that building. Like, what could be in that building? What's there? What is, you know, is it holding farm equipment? Is it, you know, holding storage for something? Is it empty? You know, what is it? And it made me think about it. And curiosity burglars. That's right. You heard me. Curiosity uh, burglars. I don't want to steal anything. I don't want to break anything. I don't want to ruin anything. But I just want to see what's inside some of these places. I mean, I guess some of these uh, YouTube videos that folks go into abandoned, you know, supposedly haunted places, that's what they're trying to discover. You know, is it haunted? So they go into these old buildings, these big old structures to try and find a ghost or find something spooky or that sort of thing. I don't give a shit about that. I'm just curious about 
what's in there. What, you know, this old abandoned house. Is it empty? Did they gut it? Is it still full uh, full of old furniture that no one moved? Are you know, you see pictures from, like, the old Chernobyl site where the villages and the towns were and how they just sort of like left and everything was just left as it was. Uh, food on tables, plates and things. And it was just completely nuts. So I was just curious. And I thought that might be, you know, the next uh, Discovery Channel, you know, series. Curiosity Burglars. Uh, we just can't get arrested, I guess. That's the uh, the whole goal is like you try you try and get through a show, and you know get into a place and not get arrested. Now you know you want to be a good lock pick or something like that because like like I said I I don't want to break anything I don't want to break a window to get in or break off a door or anything like that. But you know just sort of get in you know burgle is I don't know I don't know if that's the right term, uh, but trespassing doesn't you know. Curiosity trespassers doesn't roll as well as curiosity burglars because we're just sort of looking in, investigating, but then leaving and and not taking, not stealing, not being destructive, just being curious. And is that bad? Is that bad to do? Is that wrong to be so curious that you get your way into a place to just check it out? I mean... I wouldn't like go into, you know, some like government place or like if there were big fences, of course. I mean, I mean, I wouldn't just be like random, you know, break, you know, breaking all the laws. But if there's just this building just out in the middle of nowhere, like near my cottage, there's a it's a hunting shed, I would or a hunting cabin, I would believe it's on the tree line and the farm line like they plant all the way up to this tree tree line and this house this little co- cottage sits right there and it's right between the two and only in the fall you know winter do you ever see smoke out of the fire pl- pl- places or see any life around that place because i believe it's a hunting cabin but i've always been curious of what it looks like inside i i'm i'm not just going to walk across half mile of of farmland to get to it and I don't know the road to get back to it so so something like that will just have to remain the curiosity I guess but or do you make those tracks and go all out you know like I said it was just a random idea but I liked curiosity burglars so maybe that will uh turn into something it won't <laughs> but it's a neat idea it's it's a, a curious idea it's a wonderment idea aren't you ever curious about things like that i mean i do i get that way i'm what's in there what's that about and the only way you can you know know for yourself truly know for yourself is to see it and to like you get into that old you know like an old say that metal building happened to you know, walk on up and say there's a door that's not locked. So you open it up and you walk on in. But, you know, then feeling the cold that is inside that space. Because 
if you've ever been inside a metal building like uh, of any real size in the wintertime, there is no insulation and cold air sits inside that space with no wind blowing it and it just gets cold and colder. It just seems to be colder than the outside. If, you know, it could be in the mid 30s outside, but the inside of that you know, building will probably be in the mid 20s. It just seems like it's always colder. I don't know if that's true or not. It just that's the way it feels. I've had, I used to work at a um, place that had uh, rented storage units. And in the wintertime, those storage units were always freaking cold when I had to go into them for reasons. Uh, so, but you feel that air and the smell of uh, old dust, old, you know, ground, uh, dirt. It, there, there's a smell to that. Uh, and that feel the cold, smell that old air. Uh, have your eyes adjust to the darkness and take it all in. That's that's the joy of the curiosity. That's what ah, you take it all in. I don't know. Maybe I'm just being silly. Maybe I'm just being weird. But I think curiosity builders is a fun idea. Just saying. I think I said builders. Curiosity. I didn't mean to say curiosity builders because we're always building curiosity. Huh. But curiosity burglars, that's what I'm talking about. All right, taking a sip. Perfect temperature, fantastic. So, I've been batting around some ideas <clears throat> and things for me to talk about besides just random curiosity burglars and things like that. You know, to keep me in line or in check or just having some familiarity. I mean, early on when I started this whole thing over a year ago, I was doing the song of the week, word of the week. Uh, I had little segments and I was doing little things. And in the time, it has morphed and changed and become what it is today. And there's always a change and a morph that's happening. This is not stagnant. This is not how the show will be because in a month from now or if it's still around in, you know, much you know, long periods in the future, it'll probably be very different than it is right now, than it was 6 months ago, than it was a year ago. So you're it was always evolving. And uh but I don't, I'm not sure I want to bring back a lot of the old ones. Because uh, it was, because now the way things are, it's I don't have the, the time to really spend on focusing on doing a song of the week or a word of the week and doing a whole bunch of things. My time is a bit more, uh, it's shortened. I have less uh, random time. So I have to really take what I have and make it work. And in doing so, I don't get a, a lot of chances to pregame a lot. And that might be noticeable. And if, you know, it's bad, let me know. Talk to me, folks, please. But I was thinking uh, some new ideas. And to bring music back into, you know, because 
I love music. I, I, I'm a huge fan of uh, certain genre, you know, genres and certain bands, and we all are, I think. And But I have, you know, I think music is a thing that is therapeutic and helpful and useful and needed. So I'm really fond of, you know, all of that. So with that being said, trying to bring more music in, I'm going to try, and this is not going to be a weekly thing or a thing that happens all the time, but when I have the inspiration, I will be doing this, you know, and now that I am saying it, we'll try and will happen more, but doing a little spotlight on one band because it's, you know, worthwhile, I think, to learn something. I'll learn something by doing a little bit of research and hopefully you'll learn something by hearing from my research and my interpretation of the such. Uh, so I was thinking about that today because, like I said, I had a really long drive for work today and I had a chance to do a lot of thinking and there was a lot of things that went through my head and a couple were based on the show. And I was had my music playing, I had the radio on, on my Spotify and because I have a lot of this band band's albums downloaded on Spotify, that it they're on there's a lot of plays from various songs from those records during the shuffle, during my you know, all my liked music and the shuffle. And uh I'm finding, you know, I look around YouTube a lot and I see a lot of channels and a lot of things talking about a lot of bands focusing on musicians and groups and this and that and they're you know it's all over the map it is a wide range of everything out there from country to jazz to punk and new wave you know heavy metal all this stuff but I've never seen a you know a documentary of sorts. I don't know what you, what you would call these little, these YouTube shows, these YouTube uh, bits on this band. And it's one of my favorite bands ever. And they make me happy and they're fun and silly and beautiful. And uh, all, there's a ton of more adjectives you could use. So it's not going to be today because I'm not going to, I just thought of it today. I didn't have the time to really do it. Um, But what I want to do is uh, focus on a band and give a little history, give a little background, and then, you know, encourage you to go listen to the stuff because I can't technically play their songs on here without getting into some sort of trouble, and I don't want to do that. So if I encourage you to go do it, I'd, I'd like to hope you would. The band I'm talking about is the Beautiful South, and I have I've seen so many retrospectives of other bands, but no one seems to remember or. And I might be wrong, and 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 I'm missing them. And if I am, please let me know. 
but I want to do my own retrospective then. Since no one else is doing it, it's my responsibility to then carry the torch for the beautiful South and uh, let you know where they came from, where they're going, where they went, and all that sort of fun stuff. So hopefully maybe next week, but in the very, very soon, we're gonna, I'm going to start doing uh, band spotlights, you know, focus on one group for a little bit of and uh, see how that goes. And I'm thinking about bringing back It's Been the History Moment. Uh, like we, I only did it a, a few times and just be, and because there was a lot going on, I just didn't have the chance. But now that I'm fi- finding a rhythm, I'll find some chances. You know, and it's the premise is it's been 50 years since blah, blah, blah. And I like the way the Bare Naked, Bare Naked Ladies song starts. And I try and get close to Im- to imitating the it's been. You know, sometimes it's great. Sometimes it's not. Who knows? But <clears throat> that is uh, something that I think I'm going to bring back. And because I didn't do it a lot, I think that'll be fun. I think. I hope. Mm. Tea is tasty, tea is good Every time I taste it I know I should Enjoy tea <laughs> Sorry That got silly So I have a story title today I was thinking about doing a story time Because I haven't in a while And I keep mentioning it I keep talking about it So uh, story time And Today's story, the title is The Hammer. So, uh, please enjoy The Hammer. Good evening. My name is Archibald Fitzgibbons, roundabout, and I'm here to discuss the history of the hammer. The first known hammer was from three... Point three million years ago in the Stone Age at Turkana in Kenya. It was a stone hammer lashed to a stick and that was the original hammer. Simple and effective. Used mainly for killing and rendering animals. The first real update happened almost 3.3 million years later at 12,000 BCE. Still in the ending of this stone age where a small stone had a bored out hole in the middle where they would place a small handle. The handle was the first new creation with the hammer in millions of years. The first hammer was quite effective. So, the next remodeling came during the Bronze Age, around 3000 BCE. And you see, bronze being a very light metal, the bronze hammer did not last very long. They needed something better. But they needed to wait another thousand years or so before iron came to the fold and the iron hammer was born. And from that point, the hammer grew in importance. 
Now back then, its main purpose was construction, crushing of bugs, opening of nuts, and clubbing your enemies. And throughout time, additions and things were added. Now it wasn't until 9 AD when the claw was put on the hammer. Originally for balance, and then they realized, oh, this will go right through a skull. So, the claw hammer was invented. Now, most people of today are thinking of the modern hammer. And you're thinking, how do these hammers work when the first nail was not invented until 1793 by a man named Five? That's right, his name was Five. It's an odd name. He was an odd man with an odd invention. The nail. But it took off. And in 1862, a Thomas Ball and his partner Philip Bean Peen created what they called the Bean Ball Hammer. They weren't happy with the name, and in 1865, they changed it to the Ball Peen Hammer. And that is the hammer we know and love today. And pretty much the hammer had stayed constant between the ball peen, the mallet, the claw hammer, and the ever-popular sledge hammer. Things stayed as they were until 1963, when probably the most important change in the hammer came with the birth of MC Hammer. So, there you go, the brief history of the hammer. For additional information, please listen to my coverage of Sledgehammer by Peter Gabriel. I will be describing the song in detail at a later date. So, thank you for listening to the history of the hammer. I hope you have been informed, enlightened, and mildly amused. If not, go piss off, you wankers. And that was the history of the hammer. Hope you enjoyed. Uh, so now we're going to wrap this up. And uh, I'm done to my last sip of tea. So we're going to have the last sip thought. Mm. Only half sipped it. Leave me a little bit at the end. Um, of course, as I always will say, be kind to each other. Be decent and be nice and be good. Um, I recently made a decision that I am um, stepping away from uh, focusing, caring, being attached or involved with um, the political landscape of today. I don't want to ever make that a part of the show. And I just want to say that in... The past few days, I've come to the realization that I, I just need to step away from all of that. And just, that's all for somebody else to worry about. I'm going to just now be happy with my world and my space and my environment and not worry about everything else right now because I really can't. So, in that vein, in that thought... um hope you are happy and joyous in your life because I am happy and joyous in mine 
and share that with everyone you know, even the people that you might not like, uh, the people who, you know, get under your skin, the people who irk you. Um, share that love. Share that joy. I have to try and do the same thing. I have to do what I, you know, you often hear, don't do what I, you know, don't do what I do, just do what I say. Uh, I've got to do what I say. Even to the people that irk me the most, if I come in contact with them, I will share the love. Uh, so be happy, be joyous, be a good human. And uh, that's all. Smile. Share a smile. That's the easiest thing to do. Share a God-blessed smile. And you will be a happier person for it. So, you have a good week. I will have a good week. I'm going to Tennessee for a bachelor party, which will be fun. I'll let you know all about it next week. And uh, you have a good time. And I'm going to have a great time. Talk to you later. It's not always about the tea. It's about the time spent. Thank you for spending your time with me. Talk to you soon. Love you all.